welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by David Francis on September 18th, Lord's Day Service. do you consider to be the strongest part of your body? Proverbs 20 tells us that the glory of young men is their strength, but the splendor of old men is their gray hair. So while that's true, that it can, there seems to be some age distinction here, no matter who you are, what part of uh, life you're in, God's made it clear that our tongues are the strongest, or perhaps we should say the most dangerous parts of our bodies. Uh, Larson spoke on this a couple weeks ago about how our temptation to gossip can ruin many things. And again, that's the tongue. But James 3 says that no one has ever tamed the tongue. It's like a restless evil. It's full of deadly poison. Like a tiny rudder steers a magnificent ship, so our tongue, very tiny, um, is very powerful. It can steer us in the right directions, or it can steer us into trouble. So living in God's world, here's an inescapable concept. That is, this is true no matter if you want it to be true or not. That is, your tongue can either build down, build up, or tear down others. So you, your tongue has the ability to build others up or tear them down. It cannot do nothing. Your tongue can't be neutral, just sitting, sitting idly by. Once I heard a Christian who after reading Jesus' word in Matthew 12, which read, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will will give account for every careless word they speak. This guy decided, well, I'm just not going to talk anymore. That sounds uh, pretty scary, so I'm just not going to speak at all. Or just say very little, just enough to get by. But there's two big problems with this reaction. One, he was failing to recognize what the Bible teaches, that it's out of the heart is what the tongue says. So out of the mouth, um, Jesus says before, before that, he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good person out of good treasure brings forth good. And the evil person out of his, out of his evil treasure brings forth evils. So the problem isn't necessarily the mouth. Uh, it's the heart. But then the second problem is to take a vow of silence like that is that you're disobeying the Great Commission the creation mandate, and even the parable of the talents. When God gave you your tongue, your voice, He gave you a very powerful weapon. And this weapon can build up nations or it can destroy civilizations. And so as Christians, we must submit our tongues unto the Lord and, to, and learn to use them with wisdom. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did God accomplish this task? He said, let there be light. He used speech. He used his tongue. He didn't get out his cosmic toolbox and begin whittling away the earth and the heavens. No, he used his speech to do such. We're made in his image. Therefore, he gave us tongues of power as well. Now, of course, we've not been given the ability to speak atoms into existence, to speak, uh, you know, material uh, in front of us. But let's not be so narrow-minded as if that's the only thing our tongues are capable of building or making. Um, 
So the exhortation this morning is this. Use your tongue faithfully to build. So, thinking back this past week, how have you faithfully used this tool and gift that God has given you? At work, at the ball field, at home, at school, at the grocery store, wherever your, your paths typically take you, how have you used your tongue? Did you strive? Were you thinking about your tongue during this week? How you were either building people up? Were you discipling your home, the nations? Were you proclaiming the good news of the kingdom to whoever? Remember that this, the tongues of fire have already come upon us at Pentecost. And what is that? That's the Holy Spirit has come and dwelt among us. So your tongue is a variable, very potent and powerful weapon because the Holy Spirit has come upon us. So if you've been careless or thoughtless with the, this power that God's given you, repent. But then let's make an offensive as well as a defensive plan for your speech. So what do I mean? Offensive and defensive. Defensive in that you are to guard your mouth. James warns us that our, our words can start fires. But I want us, I, I think as... Christians, we, we think a lot in terms of the law, and we, we think it typically in terms of, well, don't sin, don't sin, don't sin. Um, however, I want us to, this morning to think about what is the offensive plan for our tongue. Children, how do you plan to use your words to obey your parents? That's how you use your tongue rightly. Uh, husbands, how do you plan to use your words to nourish and cherish your wife? Wives, how do you plan to use your words to show respect to your husband. Parents, how do you plan to use your words to actively love and guide your children? Christians, how do you plan on using your words to bless those around you and to disciple the nations? God has sent His Spirit to enable us to walk in faithfulness. This is the task you are called. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's Trinity Reformed K-I-R-K